This is Stories from the Stands. Alright guys, welcome into another edition of Stories from the Stands. As always, I'm your host, Carolyn. Thank you so much for joining us for this second part of a very special episode talking a little bit about the Blackhawks and their championship runs. So this second part I also have on again Mario Tirabassi. He's talking a little bit more about his personal experiences with the Blackhawks and as always if you like the show, if you like the episode, if you like what you're hearing, make sure that you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at StansPod, S-T-A-N-D-S pod. You can find out all our show information there. And then if you have a story that you want to share, make sure you email me at storiesfromthestands at gmail.com. Super excited to get to this part two, so let's get to it. So let's kind of, uh, you know, we've kind of set the stage for the people listening and talked a little bit about uh, what the Blackhawks were like before and and kind of what really cemented them to make a, a good run in 2010. So let's kind of make this a little bit more personal. So for you... As a hockey fan, you saw them make it to the playoffs in uh, 2002 and then, you know, this drought and then all of a sudden, you know, we're starting to get some momentum going and stuff. For you, uh, watching the playoffs in 2010, what was one of your favorite moments from that playoff series and, and like, what was one of your, like, uh, moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this team is so good. We actually have a legitimate chance <laughs> to win the cup, and I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna be here watching every single game. <laughs> um, I mean that that run uh, in 2010 was, I mean, it, it was something that I'll never forget. I mean, there's so many moments that you that you point to. It's the, you know, the the, the overtime win against Nashville with you know Hosa coming out of the box after the p- major penalty and scoring the OT winner. Um, that's, that's such a moment that is, it's so talked about, but it's, it's like, that's such a moment that if it goes, if it goes the other way, if Nashville scores on that, on that major power play and wins game five in overtime, that, that could change so many things in the, in the franchise's, uh, direction. Um, but hosted getting that goal, it was, it was such a, a crazy moment. Um, you know, I was, I was watching, I was still in, in, in college at that time, um, you know, watching the game with uh, with my roommate, who was a, a huge Blackhawks fan as well. So we were, you know, we're watching the game. We're hanging on every moment of it, and just, you know, just like you, 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 if you go back and you watch the play and you see, you know, Hosa sliding on the ice and everyone, you know, mauling him and stuff. It was that kind of elation, like you know, that was. I ha- had so many of those moments, um, you know, as a as a twenty year old kid watching watching the team and. Um, so that one is is easily one that sticks out, um, you know, getting getting past Vancouver in the second round, uh, which, you know, the the early the or the early 2010s, you know, that rivalry between Vancouver and Chicago mm-hmm. was so, so good because it, it really each each side knew that they had their villains for for the for the opposition. And it was just so good because it was just like such a it, you you love to hate those teams and you and those matchups with you know the Sedin twins and Robert Luongo it was just it, it was just you knew that you had to get past teams a team like that if you were going to you know reach the next level if you were going to be really that that upper echelon team and um the series in 2010 was 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 fantastic uh you know one thing that I always remember about 2010 is the emergence of of Dustin Bufflin as just an absolute monster 
And uh, it was so fun to watch him, you know, just just cause havoc and just be just be such a nuisance because he's such a unique player to be that big, to be that skilled and to be that antagonizing. Uh, it's just it's he's one of those he's one of those players that every team if they ha- if they could have a Dustin Bufflin in his prime, like that's a team that's going to find success. Um, and his his emergence against the Canucks and 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 everything he did uh, through the rest of that playoffs uh, playoff run was was incredible and really just cemented him. Even though he had a short time in Chicago, like really just cemented him as this like okay that is like his legacy. Like there's still people that clamor for Bufflin to come back to Chicago, even though now he's uh, he took he took an entire year off. Like who who knows if he's actually going to come back and ever play in the NHL again? But there's still people that are like you know they want Bufflin back and um yeah his his series against Vancouver was 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 incredible and then the uh the, the sweeping the sharks was like you know you had this you had another another monster team that was so talented and just to, for the Blackhawks to just come out and sweep them was just like unexpected I really I really thinking back was not thinking like you know oh sweep like that's totally that's totally possible it was just getting the first two games was like you know you just feel like you're playing with house money at that point and then to to sweep them up home was just absolutely in, incredible and um you know the the flyer series I, i've i've gone back and, and watched that series so many times over the years uh at, at different points and it's just it just Every time I go back and watch it, I'm just amazed at like how good that 2010 Blackhawks team was to just, you know, the the rotation of lines that they that they could roll, the the way that you know Antti Niemi stepped up and played an, an incredible uh, postseason run in net. Um, it's just you know you look at that team and you're like, man, like it's it's really like one of the one of the best teams I think I've ever seen put together. Of in 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 my lifetime, not just for the Blackhawks, but for like all uh, NHL teams, like it's one of the best constructed lineups I think I've I've ever seen put together. And you know the 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 game six overtime goal uh, by Patrick Kane against the Flyers is one of the craziest one of the craziest goals in NHL history. Um, you know the 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 broadcast is is even even better because no one knows what's going on. And, you know, you just go back and you watch that and you watch the chaos, you watch the, the like three different celebrations that the team has because they think that he scores. No one knows if he scores. Patrick Kane's the only one that's celebrating. And then they have to show the replay and then they confirm it. It was just, and I remember watching that game at home with my family and just like, you know, my, my dad was, was, acting just like Patrick Kane was he was jumping around the house going he was like he scored he scored I saw it it was in it was in and I'm like I'm like staring at the tv like what happened like what are you talking about like I don't see the puck and then after the uh after they show the first replay and you can you know you can see the puck go go across the net I I I joined him I was like he scored he scored like (laughs) it was just it's just like yeah it's just this it's this moment that like on top of just being a fan of the team it's like one of the, one of my favorite moments like with my dad like which is like a huge um a huge factor in in like my like upbringing with sports was my dad and like sharing something like that with him was was so cool and um you know it's i he he i grew up uh in a household where you know we were cowboys fans and the 
late or the early night, early to mid nineties is the last time the Cowboys have won their three Super Bowls. And I was not really aware of what football was before I was like six or seven years old. So mm-hmm. I didn't experience those, those championships. Um, and then, you know, basically once I became like, okay, I understand what, what all these sports are. I understand what being a fan is. None of the teams that I've latched myself onto had won championships until that 2010 Blackhawks team. And that was like, so that was a moment where like my dad was, my dad helped, you know, basically helped me become like a sports fan, especially with the Blackhawks, helped me become a Blackhawks fan. And to share that moment with him was just something I'll, I'll never forget and something that's like always tied to the team with me. So from a fan perspective, like that's always something that's like, a cool moment oh my gosh yeah I, I remember watching that goal and I was like I don't know what just happened but I think we just won a championship <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. I mean for, for anyone who hasn't seen it like which is kind of crazy but like if you go back and look at it you legitimately cannot tell at first if this went in because you know Michael was it Michael Layton was in net for the Flyers Mike, yeah Michael Layton yep yeah he was he was very confused and he's like I don't think it's there and I was like I don't think it's in and then you see the replay and you're like oh my gosh that went in we just won a championship it's kind of a (laughs) weird moment that yeah and and the 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 broadcast call with Doc Emmerich he's he he has no idea what's going on either he's just trying to you know be him be his himself and trying to like paint this paint this image with the words and he's like oh it's rattled around and maybe it at I guess he scored. Like it's just like, <laughs> you. You just it, it. just adds to like the chaos and the confusion of it. And uh, yeah, it's just it's one of those crazy moments that I think really only I think only Patrick Kane and maybe Patrick Sharp knew that the puck was in um, before they uh, before they found it under the pads there. Yeah, it just really fluky, really weird goal, but definitely happy that it really it happened. Uh, so I have to ask because I, I know the Blackhawks have won three Stanley Cups in this decade. So we obviously have the goal against the, the fluky goal against uh, the Flyers. And then we have the 17 second game against yep. the Boston Bruins where uh, Dave Bolin and Brian Bickle both score within 17 seconds to win that game for us. Mm-hmm. And then we have the cup that's won at home against Tampa. Yep. Uh, out of those three, is 2010 your favorite or uh, or do you have a different favorite? Man, that's like asking, like, who's your favorite child? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I always I always say 20, 2010 because it was it was such a moment that was like it was like the first championship that I had ever experienced as a fan. Like I said, like it was something that like I shared with like my dad and my family and, um, and the team, that team was just so special. Uh, how, how, because, because that team of how it was constructed and then how it was destructed because the next Mm, season with, with all those guys needing like new contracts or like pay raises, like things like that. Like it was just, just they were just dismantled and the next season they barely made the playoffs so it was just like for for how that 20 team 2010 team was put together and then how it was like never seen again was like something that kind of like adds to that lure of that cup um so i mean by the slimmest of margins 2010 
is, is probably my favorite memory as a fan um, for, for them winning that championship. 2013 was like just just the the emotional roller coaster of of that of winning that cup especially in 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 that final game in game six just like from one minute thinking like okay it's going to be game seven in chicago for the cup like trying to like mentally prepare yourself as a fan to being like oh like overtime okay i guess we'll go to overtime like you know we'll we'll try and We'll try and like get, you know, regroup and and get ready for that. And then you know, 17 seconds later, they have the lead and they they close out the final minute and win. It was just, just the emotional roller coaster of of as a fan, just going through that. And like I've I've told this story a couple times, but I you know I was watching the game at a bar with with friends and, um, you know my 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 wife was there and and I almost you know deafened her in one ear because. When they scored the the seventeen, that when they scored the second goal, and when Bolin scores to to take the lead, I just like I I lost it. I I had like kind of like a black a blackout moment. Basically, it just you know just such an elation, and um, I just like grabbed her and like picked her up and was just like screaming in her like yeah, <laughs> and like she she was like she like pushed me off and was just like you're yelling in my ear. Like, I was like I'm sorry. Like it's just so exciting. Um, so it was just like that's. Like it's just these moments that the that the team has like as a fan like provided me with like of just like you know we 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 talk about like oh you know sports are futile in the grand scheme of of life in the world but you know they they do provide these moments that are like so important to to some people for for different reasons and um yeah it's just you know for the Blackhawks to to have won those three cups in the way that they did. I mean, each one of them is is a different moment that has a different like meaning on on different levels uh, for me, and I'm not the only one that that has stories like that. So it's 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 definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely just something special. And then and then 2015, just winning at winning at home uh, was so cool to watch. You know, to to see them lift the cup at the United Center was was crazy. Um, I actually watched the 2013 and 15 final games at the same bar. And had pretty much the same reaction <laughs> each time, <laughs> um, and 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 you know it was just yeah it was just it's there's there's different memories tied to tied to each one of those but I think 2010 because it was the first um, was was probably my favorite. Oh yeah, I I I think 2010 is the one I remember the most vividly for mm-hmm. sure. Um, did you end up going to any of the parades for any three of those? Um, 2013 was the only one I was able to go to. 2010, um, I couldn't get a ride. <laughs> couldn't get a ride to the city. Um, 2015 or 2013, I was, you know, my uh, my uh, wife was was living down in Chicago at that time, and uh, so I was just like, "Parades tomorrow! I'm coming down there, and we're gonna go." You know, we, it was um, it was her and I and, and a couple friends, and we uh, yeah, we we got up at like seven o'clock we had like mimosas and like breakfast and like it was um just like yeah it was just just a really cool experience something that i've i've only been to one championship parade and that and that was it so it was like um it was just a cool experience you're on the i think it was on a friday so you're on the you're on the train heading down towards towards grant park and um 
and you know 95 percent of the people on the train are all decked out in like blackhawks gear and then there's just a couple people like sitting in like suits and ties with like briefcases like just like <laughs> just like looking miserable like oh my god like all these people and um so yeah it was just it, it was so cool it went and i remember it being like 95 degrees that day and like not a cloud in the sky and here i am the asshole in the the blackhawks sweater and i'm just sweating profusely and uh <laughs> we we were we were like I remember we were like, okay, do we want to go on the parade route and then follow it to the to the park? And I was like, no, 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 we're going right to the park. We're going straight to the front. Like, I want to be at the front of the stage. And we get to the park, and there's already, like, 50,000 people there. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we are not going <laughs> anywhere near that stage. Um, and uh, and one of, we had another friend who wasn't he, – he was there, but just coincidentally, we ended up, um, you know, uh, texting – and he was like, yeah, I'm like four, four rows back. And he's like, it's a mess up here. And I'm like, and he was just, he was like, there's no, like, there's nowhere you can move. There's like, like, you can't, like, people were just like sardined up, up to the front of the stage. And this is at like eight o'clock in the morning. And I don't think they got, I don't think they got to the stage till like noon. And so like, I can only imagine, you know, the, that experience and he, not to be gross, but he was just like, he was like, yeah, like there's nowhere to go to like get to the bathroom. So people are kind of getting a little uh, primitive here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it was, I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm not up in the front then. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just a, a, a really cool experience. Um, you know, I, I, the, I'll always remember Corey Crawford's speech um dropping f-bombs everywhere uh that was that was fantastic to to experience live so yeah i mean it was uh, you know the the 2013 parade was was awesome um 2015 i had to work but i you know i can say this now because i don't work there anymore but i was watching the live stream of the parade the entire time like i really was not paying attention to what i should have (laughs) been but everything was fine um but yeah I, i was able to watch that one um from uh from home as well so yeah i mean it was it's just something that you know you 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 don't ever know if you're going to experience it in your life and to get three opportunities to do so is is pretty cool yeah i don't think i i don't think that i really realized how rare it is to get to see your teams like one of your teams just win three cups you know in six seasons because you you see teams like the patriots who you know, when so Super spoiled. Bowls, all, yeah, they win Super <laughs> Bowls all the time, but it's like these things are rare. They don't happen all the time. And mm-hmm. it's it's hard to win one championship, let alone see your team win so many in such a short period of time. So, right. yeah, it's definitely really cool. Well, Mario, thank you so much for hopping on, uh, giving us a little Blackhawks history and and some fun stories about your time watching those championships uh if you got any plugs plug away uh sure yeah so um as, as you mentioned before i am working i'm currently hosting my own podcast it's called uh the mario on hockey podcast pretty straightforward um talk about the chicago blackhawks organization and a little bit about the nhl as a whole um so i've i just started that up in the last uh, few months so got that going on um you can find that on uh, Anchor on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, pretty much all the major outlets. Um, it's there. 
And then you can follow the, the show on Twitter. It's at Mario on hockey. And then you can follow me on Twitter as well. Um, at Mario underscore Tirabasi, T-I-R-A-B-A-S-S-I. That was Mario joining me for part two of the Blackhawks championship run. Talking a little bit about that. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you give me a follow at StansPod, S-T-A-N-D-S pod, on Instagram and Twitter. If you have a story that you want to share, make sure you email me, storiesfromthestands at gmail.com. And then also, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. Please keep sharing the show. It helps my podcast grow. It helps me grow. Um, And, if yeah, if you want to hear someone, make sure you let me know, and I will try and get them on, and we'll talk about something really interesting. Until then, guys, I'll see you next time. Peace.